And you are listening to a new episode right here of FRW Live on the FRW Radio Network. I am Patrick. With me, as always, Danny Danger and Eric. And we are back, uh, back again. Fellas, how are you guys doing this uh, Thursday evening? It's a brand new month. We got a brand new wrestling to talk about. I think it's a good time. Yeah, it's always a good time to talk some good wrestling. Um Hanging in there, guys. <laughs> well, uh, before we get to the good, let's talk about the bad. Something we failed to talk about last week, by the way, uh, Eric, you know, you, you missed the amazing uh, talk about uh, Impact Wrestling and its new Impact World Champion. I did want to at least give you a moment to kind of praise, uh, you know, Everybody's Lord and Savior, Kenny Omega, the cleaner, CES, a uh, champ, champ, champ. Technically, champ, 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 champ if you count the TNA title. Uh, I just did a three-run home run with Kike Hernandez, so I'm good. Um, I don't really care about Kenny Omega. Who is Kike Hernandez? The GOAT. Ah, that was great. Uh, yeah. Uh, stupid. But whatever. It just makes Impact look like a bunch of idiots. But, hey, Rachel Ellering's their tag team champion, so that's all I care about. Yeah. Um, one thing we did fail to mention, and uh, maybe for the better, but why not? Uh, we like pain. Um, the, f- form- the formerly known as uh, Big Cass, Cass XL, Morrissey made his Impact Wrestling debut. Um, he is a member now of the Impact Wrestling. Uh, no Enzo, though. Did that did not bring in the package? Um, I guess you bring only what you cannot teach. Um, sure. I mean, Cass wasn't that great by himself. You know, WWE tried a main run. You know, they tried a big run with him just because he was a big guy with, you know, they thought decent charisma, but then they realized that all of his charisma was an Enzo. And, uh, you know, by himself, Cass kind of floundered, you know. Um, I, You know, he needs a mouthpiece. He needs somebody there with energy, with somebody, you know, somebody like Enzo to kind of be at his side to help get him over. And uh, I don't, you know, I don't know how he's going to do. I mean, the guy looks like he's in great shape. You know, he's he's taking a lot of time to get his mind and his body right. But I don't know if this, if he's still, you know, a main a main event caliber guy. Well, he's in EY's stable, right? The uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He came in. He came in at the end of their match and and attacked Willie Mack. Mm. I mean, he's got a good mouthpiece there. Uh, if he doesn't have to talk, as long as EY can. You know, do the talking. He should be fine. Now, well, we're topic of uh, Big Cass. Did you guys know he was dating DDP's daughter? DDP didn't has a know, daughter. Didn't know DDP had a daughter that was. I guess uh, age. it's uh. Well, I didn't even know he daughter, had children. I guess. Uh, or maybe she's a, uh, a stepdaughter. Or did he finally I mean, get to Sarah? I I know I thought I mean I remember from some of his videos for he had he has kids. Okay. I mean, keep in mind, Paige is like really old. 
So, yeah, he's in his sixties. Yeah, he's in his we, we, 60s. Don't, we, we don't know how many children he's had. He's he's one that's kept his personal life well outside of Kimberly, uh, personal. Uh, so let's see. Uh, so he had two daughters uh, okay. with with you know Brittany Page. She's the one that is mostly seen everywhere, and uh, Kimberly Page. Talk about that. Kimberly Jr., I guess. So it's his two stepdaughters are Alexandra and Rachel. And Alexandra is the one that's dating Big Cass. She also okay. works for AEW. Oh, okay. What does she do she's with the, AEW? She does the, she's the blonde that does the, the backstage interviewing. Okay. I mean, I haven't I seen her. All blondes interviewing look alike, I guess. Maybe. No. The only back interviewer I care about is Kayla Braxton. So, is she still doing the thing? Kayla? Yeah, she's everywhere. I mean, she's like two feet tall, so. That's okay. You never see two her. Two feet tall. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, there you go. Paige has four daughters, two stepdaughters. Um, I guess but somebody yeah. felt the bang. Well, I mean, yeah, couldn't come back with a comeback for that one. Um, bang, speaking of bang, uh, explosions. Yeah, so AEW, have you guys seen this Bloods and Guts match? No, I did not watch it. I just saw some GIFs on the Twitter machine. You know, for, for once, Danny, I followed mm. your example. I'm sorry. They said that this thing was like almost an hour long. Really? I could not. I, 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 I could not. I mean, probably less than an hour, but I just don't think I could see that much. I mean, mm. it did look like it had some cool spots. I mean, yeah. but that whole Jericho getting thrown off from the top of the cage into the, uh, into the Crash foam. Bed. Well, yeah, yeah, whatever the thing is called. Uh, I don't know. It, it it left a little to be desired with, you know, with them showing what was supposed to be, I guess, the steel ramp. Yeah, it looked, was like just a sheet metal, basically. Just yeah. Like a thin sheet metal. Or whatever. Yeah, it just... I would have... I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like they... For them setting this entire thing up just for this, because I, I, we kind of talked about this uh, uh, on, on the messenger together, uh, how AEW made people watch the rest of the show pre-taped on its screen. So yeah, the live for, audience had to watch yeah. pre-taped show, and then they get the blood and guts match. Yeah, I mean they they build this thing whole thing just for the blood and guts match. You think they would have done a much nicer setup to make it a little more realistic than for Jericho's fall? Yeah, yeah. Well, the whole feud is kind of weird because it's two heel factions in a blood feud. Okay, we're you know one heel faction turned on the other heel faction, but they're still both heel factions. So, like, who are the fans supposed to cheer and root for when they're both they're both heel factions? They're both rule breakers and bad guys. I they think ju- they it's just one bad guy screwed over one bad guy. I think they've kind of turned Jericho's group face because, you know. Well, they they kind of made him face by proxy. 
Well, not only that, just because everybody's always singing his song and all that jazz. So I, I don't technically know if they're heel anymore because of it, but I don't okay. know. It just seems like they, they've positioned Jericho's group as a face. Inner Circle, okay. that's what they're called. Yeah, the Inner Circle. Who actually won the match? Uh, the Pinnacle. I figured. Um, I'm just tired of the Foley spot. Like It was great the first time. Uh, chill with it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, of course, Daily has a lot of their faults, but they're never going to let you watch, you know, what's behind the curtain unless they unveil it on a special. Uh, but when it's live, they'll they'll do their best when they can to make it look as realistic. That's why, like, when they do these type of spots that really does, like, whatever crash pad they fall into, it's all tarped with like black, uh, what do you call it? Black covers, because so you can't tell what's behind it, what's underneath, right? Yeah. I was like, I feel like they could have done something like that too, or like, because the, I mean, look, they themselves or, expose themselves to these pictures of it looking like, like, or like what they did with Takeover um, between Cole and O'Reilly, like they broke through the metal and there was obviously a crash pad down below. They didn't hit the concrete floor. But you didn't actually see them hit touch the crash pad because they broke through the top and the crash pad was still a few feet down below. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know. Are they going to blame Kenny for building this ramp? Uh, you know? Yeah. I mean, let, let me see who, who drew it up and what it looked like. I mean, come on. It's just... Uh, but kudos, though. They got... They got people interested. Uh, you know, yeah. they were, uh, I think, the number one rated show on cable uh, on Wednesday. Uh, uh, we went back to a little over a million people, but uh, still not super increasing. But there you go. I mean, they've, they've been talking about this feud for a while. Yeah. So, what, like a month maybe? That's a while in wrestling these days, kids. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, it, it was it was nice to see the Impact Championship make its debut in uh, in in, in uh, AEW. Yeah, which you know that's about it. Um, but yeah, so um, that that was blessing guts. I don't know. Maybe one day I'll, I'll go back and, and and watch the match when I have an hour to spare. Um, well, yeah. I don't think it. Well, it was war game style, but everybody started in the ring at the same time, rather than doing like the the war game staggered entrances, which makes it kind of weird too. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't get the point of the two rings, other than just one ring was too much for ten for people. ten for ten guys. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. You could make make it look different, like eliminate the middle rope to so make it like make it look like one big ring. Yeah, or something make it look even more different. Um, hey, if one ring's too big for ten guys, what's the excuse for uh, World War Three? There was 20, 20 men, three rings, one winner per ring. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. I guess I don't pay too much attention to M or AEW. 
Yeah. Well, AW will uh, did announce that their next pay per view, which is uh, is it double or nothing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's double will or be nothing. will be held in Jacksonville in front of a uh, full crowd. Uh, no limit to to the number of people they're going to um, they're going to have. I think I believe this is going to happen uh, on May the thirtieth. Uh, yep. Already announced for the show. Uh, it's going to be uh, Kenny Omega defending the AEW World Championship uh, versus Pac or Orange Cassidy. Um, Ooh, let's hope it's Pac. And then uh, Sheeta will be defending the AEW Women's World Title versus Britt Baker. That'll probably yeah, be the D- match of the night. DMD, the number one contender. DMD. So, uh, I'm sure they'll have something going on with members of the Pinnacle and uh, the. Uh, well, one the would think that after a blood and guts match, that that's it. You would keep them apart now. The feud's over, but that's not yeah. how modern wrestling. But that's not how modern wrestling works. You have a cage match. It's not the end. It's just kind of the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, the next week on Dynamite, uh, they are they're doing the Young Bucks defending the tag titles versus SEU. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but man, that that would have been a pay per view match. You well, you you can say that one for. For the thirtieth, but I guess not. We're gonna put it on dynamite, so that'll yeah. be a fun one. I'm definitely gonna check have, that one out. We always have one or two big matches on dynamite. Also, next week on dynamite, Darby Allen defends the TNT Championship against Miro. Um, so that's another uh, another big match that yet again you could have on pay per view, but the TNT title is the one that gets defended on TV, not pay per view. Are they finally gonna do something with Rusev? I don't know. Speaking Maybe. speaking of divas. No, we'll say that for when we talk about Rome. No, we don't got to talk about that. Yes, we we have we we have to talk about that. You know what what kind of uh, journalistic professionals would we be if we do not talk about that? Good ones. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So maybe interesting to see. Uh. What would happen? What would we get? I mean. Are we going to get Sting versus Ethan Page or Sting versus Lance Archer or Sting versus Jake the Snake? Because at this point, you know, really, what's yeah. what's more Sting speed? I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Then, of course, we got FTR. We, you know, uh, what are we going to do with, uh, with uh, Moxley? What's going to happen with, with uh, Moxley and Kingston Chris? versus, yeah. yeah. I mean, this Christian. Let's not forget about Christian. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got a big roster, and uh, I don't know. It's like you got a pay per view coming up. Um, let's see what they do with these guys. Uh, how many guys do they use to fill up? Double or nothing. That they'll probably have their casino theme match. Do the yeah, uh, some kind of battle royal casino theme battle royal, either tag team or singles. Yeah. We'll see. So they they might throw a lot of the inner circle guys on that one. Yeah, and the uh, pinnacle. Um, yeah, you should do World War Three. There you go. That's what they should do. Yeah. Well, you know, 
Uh, but coming up, I think uh, it's next week. Is, it, is that is it next week when we get Moxley versus uh, Nagata for the United States title? Yeah, I think so. I think next week on yeah. Strong. No, 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 next week on uh, Dynamite. Oh this, yeah, Strong. This strong week they're having the tag, tag the tag match. Yeah, yeah. Strong is having the tag match instead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's is it this? I think it's next week because that would be the this Friday. No, it's yeah. this Friday. They this do Friday's the tag, the tag match, match this Friday. Okay. Exactly. And then, and then the... next week, they do the singles match. Yeah, okay. Got to give those young lions a rub. I think, uh, who are they teaming up against? Uh, I forget. Yeah, I can't remember who their partners are, but I think it's I think it's Ren Narita and Yuji Nagata, maybe. Versus maybe Fredericks and Moxley, something like that. Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, so all it's uh no, it's it's the meatheads. Moxley and uh Dickinson. Oh okay. versus Nagata Dickinson. and Narita. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, there we go. That should that should be an interesting tag match right there. Maybe yeah. uh, may, maybe Dickinson turns and Moxley or something. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that should be that should be a big one right there. Fun show. Um. Or, oh, speaking of uh, the Asia continent. Um, this was neat. Uh, it came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting. Uh, but um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Onita is uh, lo- relaunching FMW, bringing FMWE because everything I did sounds something better about with that. E. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think because he doesn't own the rights to FMW. Yeah. So it's uh, it's gonna begin. It's gonna have. They're gonna have a show on uh, in July, on I believe. July fourth, yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought he retired. He did. So that doesn't mean that he'll necessarily be working the match, but I think he's also Onita's also retired a couple times. Yeah. So it'll it'll be, it'll be just see what what, what we get here. Um, that they'll they'll be fans. And should we for a fun violent time? Um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see who they get, who they use. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm inter- I'm in- definitely intrigued to see what it what it comes of. Yeah, Fr- Frontier Martial Martial Arts Wrestling Explosion. Let, let's hope they don't use the same explosives as AEW. Yeah. Yeah, because that didn't bode well. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Monday Night Raw. Let's do this. Let's just rip the bandaid off. Hard. Um, she's bad, guys. Nope. No, she's no. back. It's just it's just an illusion. Uh, it, it it wasn't it's all a dream. A bad dream. It, it was. It's more like a nightmare. But no. She's back and. Uh, Maybe worse than ever. Uh, Eva Marie, uh, mostly known for being the redhead in uh, Total Divas, 
and she being terrible do anything? at being terrible at multiple things. She wrestled, or she announced that one time, and she forgot Jinder Mahal's name. Ginger Mahal. Yeah. Was she uh, the Bella's mascot for a while? Yeah, she was the third Bella twin for a while. Um, she wrestled Bailey for the uh, NXT Championship on, a, on an episode of NXT where Michael Cole was the guest commissioner or whatever, and he brought Eve Marie in to challenge Bailey. Um, she did the world, she did like all of her moves in slow motion. Well, including trying the uh, the uh, the Kendrick the slice bread number two, she did that, but like in slow motion, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she was pretty much just kind of terrible at everything she tried and everything she did. I, I mean, we do got to give her kudos for the best move she made. What was the best move she made? Leaving. Oh. Uh, I'm pretty and sure that might not have been the fired. best for her. <laughs> yeah, that might not have been the best for her. No, it was the best for us. Uh, but yeah, she's bad guys, and uh, you know, she she. I mean, whatever the role she's gonna get, she's gonna get. And uh, I mean, has she learned anything? We'll see. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll see what she does. We don't know if yeah. she's going to wrestle, if she's going to manage, if she's going to, you know, be an authority figure. We don't know what exactly her role will be just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, look, I, I appreciate. I mean, Tyson Kidd has been doing a great job with the women, uh, producing the women's matches and a lot of stuff. Um, I mean, if he can, if he can make chicken salad. Out of Eva Marie, I mean, bless the man. So that, that's all I got to say about that. Um, but yeah, she she's bad guys. It, it, it's and the thing is that it's been rumored for so long, and then I think there was like one Monday that we were all expecting her to come back. I can't remember how long ago was this, but I do remember. We were anticipating to return one Monday that it, when it, it, like news had broken that she was coming back, and we were expecting her to come back, and then she didn't, and then we forgot about it. I because I I don't know about you guys, but I totally forgot about her yeah. possibly coming back. I mean, I absolutely tried to, so it was yeah, it was <laughs> a success. <clears throat> and then it's a swerve, bro. Because right there, I mean, in in our screen, she shows up and uh, glad I wasn't having dinner at that time. I mean, yeah, might have might have, might have not been able to finish, huh? You know, uh, what a way to end my thirtieth year on Earth. That's that I'll tell you that. Um, there you go. But that wasn't the only sad thing that happened uh, this this past week. As uh, fr- on Friday Night SmackDown, Roman Reigns defeated Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is is gone. Reportedly, his contract is up, and of course, with that, leaves so many questions. Where will Daniel Bryan go? So, what what do you guys think? I mean. 
we you know we hear the rumors, the things that he would like to do, but I mean, if he has the freedom to do whatever he wants, you know. At one point, WWE didn't really care about Daniel Bryan. He was their B plus player, but I'm sure now that they want him back in one way or form or shape. Um, and of course, everybody else in, in wrestling wants him back. That wants him in their promotion. So, uh, what does Daniel Bryan do realistically, other than go home and enjoy some time with the family and kids? That's what I think he's gonna do. I mean, that's probably most likely is is him just going home and taking some time off and uh, maybe coming back on the you know as a as a backstage talent. Um, you know that he had been doing apparently helping with creative and and things like that. So maybe he comes back and does something like that. Um, but. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I definitely think that that's probably more more likely is him going home and taking some time off. I mean, it's well deserved. I mean, let, let, let's look at what he was able to accomplish right after coming back from his retirement. Uh, he won the championship what two more times. Um, he got to headline WrestleMania. One more time. Yeah. I mean, get, I mean, he's basically done everything. He's now it's his shot. If he wants to resign, do do the coaching gig, do the producing thing, um, or go out into the indies and have a few matches that he maybe hasn't had yet. I don't see him doing the indies, honestly. If he doesn't re-sign with WWE or AEW, I, I don't see him doing anything else. He may go to Ring of Honor for like a fair... For like a goodbye, but I don't see him doing anything else. Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah... I, I, unless somebody gives him an outrageous amount of money to do one shot somewhere, yeah, I think that he he probably be happy just going home, spending time with the family, and maybe taking some type of gig with the Fed. Um, I mean, he's in a great situation where he can really do. He can be there for a while. I mean, he's. I mean, he he's shown that that he can contribute in other ways. And yeah, he's you know, I mean, can you imagine having a mind like like Bryce? Uh, and you know, as we hear what he's been doing on SmackDown with some of the lower tier guys that Vince doesn't want to worry about or bother at all, and you know, make things interesting. I mean, look, I mean, you, you, Maple can credit the Cesaro run to Daniel Bryan. And Everything with Big E was Brian's idea. Yeah. So we can all appreciate all the good stuff happening. And hey, uh, you know that he's going to have Sean's endorsement. And that will carry a lot of weight with trips. And, you know, if Triple H is not bearing you, that's a good thing. That works in your favor. So, 
in the league, it's all about who you know. And Daniel Bryan definitely has uh, a good set of group of people behind him. So, yeah. Uh, but if this is it for his career, I mean, do you think we've seen him wrestle his last match? Yes. Um, I don't think we've seen his last match ever, but uh, it might be definitely the last one for a while. Now, let, let's play Booker. If you could pick one match to be his last match, if you could book any match with any wrestler that's still wrestling-ish, who is it? Who is that match? I do Brian versus Punk versus Joe. I think you do him versus Chris Hero would be good. Ooh, that'd be good too. Yeah. Um, I, I was thinking uh, Brian versus Joe is what I was thinking myself. Uh, all great choices. Um, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, I definitely don't think he'll do anything, especially right away when we'll see in the, in, in the middle of the pandemic. Brian's going to take it easy. He's going to go home, grow more vegetables. Um, and from there... Uh, enjoy life with the missus and the kids. Maybe he'll be babysitting the kids while the Bellas are back for one more run. Mm. You know, as much as we hate to talk about it or imagine it, you know it's happening. Okay, they, they, if they if they want to do it, they're gonna do it. They're gonna let him do it. They're gonna come back. Do you know become tag team champions? Eric, you'll be happy. At least the Iconics will not be jobbing uh, to the Bellas. So, yeah. So maybe he'll be he'll be daddy daycare while uh, Bree is uh, you know Bree mode on the on the on the Peacock. Mm. It's her turn. Mm. Really, all depends on um, Nikki's neck. Yeah, that would be a big part of it. Is if they do it a return. Yeah. Now this Friday night, there um, sounds like they're they're going old school here. Uh, with with they they they're promoting, I guess um, the you know an old school SmackDown. Uh, any chance we see the fist back? If they don't do the fist, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's a waste if they don't do the fist. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, that's like, they, I mean, haven't they even used it on the entrance, like in the video package? Or am I just imagining? They used it? the older, old, old, um, the like circle spiral thing. I don't know if you like their original SmackDown set. Yeah. Um, that's what they used, but I mean, that's a cool set too. But if I don't get the fist, it's bullshit and I don't care. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be definitely disappointed if I'm not seeing them fisting around on Fox. I mean, fisting around on the Peacock, maybe that's too much, but on the Fox, 
Yeah. Um, I, I definitely like to see that uh, go old school. But we're going old school with a WrestleMania Rewind. Uh, Cesaro and Rollins face off one more time. Should be good. Yeah. Um, I think that's all they got for SmackDown. Um, so far, I think that's all that they've mentioned, yeah. Yeah. So, also on... Uh, on the WWE Raw, we got uh, what's his name, Man- Mandor? Mansoor. Oh, Mansoor, uh, making his debut, uh, getting trashed by uh, by uh, Sheamus, and that was his first loss in like fifty matches, actually. I mean, not necessarily fifty matches, but yeah, that's close. Uh, and Cedric Alexander dumps I mean, Shelton Benjamin. They, they, they go from getting kicked out of uh, from the Hurt Business. Now, uh, now, now they break up as a tag team after consecutive losses. Uh, I believe they lost to the Lucha House Party. And, I mean... Who loses to the Lucha House Party these days? No offense, Lucha House Party loved them. But... Yeah, they're pretty bottom tier at this point. Yeah. Especially without Kalisto. Uh, so, what does this mean for Cedric? Does he join Ricochet and. On the uh, main event? Yeah. And, uh, and Ali on the main event? You know what blew Make my it. mind? Make it a three-way feud. The fact that we still have main event. Well, because yeah, they, they have Hulu it on international. Because yeah. they have it on international deals. Oh, okay, so, that's the big thing with it. Okay. Yeah, because they still have it. You know, people outside of the U.S. are paying for it. So. Because, okay. like, legitimately, yeah. when when I saw the news that Jinder Mahal was back and beat Jeff Hardy on. Um, Main event. My my first concern wasn't, oh wow, Jeff Hardy lost, or that oh, gender's back. It was, wait, main event still a thing? Yeah. P- people pay for a main event, you know. You gotta give the people what they want. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you gotta give it to the people. So, yeah, hey, I'll, 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 at least we get to see it on uh, on the Peacock and Hulu and things like that. So, we get to see some gems. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think this didn't main event replace superstars. I love superstars. That was my jam at 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoons. I, um, I think that that is what happened. Yeah, main event replaced superstars. Yeah. But, yeah, never forget. Never forget. Um,. See what else happened on uh, on this card. Okay, so looks like things are shaping up for 
WrestleMania Backlash. That's right, WrestleMania Backlash. Um, Not this Sunday, but a week from this Sunday, live from the Thunderdome in the Yingling Center, behind an attendance of zero people, but many, dozens and dozens watching, well, maybe not thousands, hundreds of screens from around the world. Um, Bobby Lashley will defend the uh, WWE Championship versus Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman. Bianca Belair will defend the WWE Women's SmackDown Women's Championship against Bailey. Rhea Ripley will be defending the Raw Women's Championship against Oscar and Charlotte Flair. Charlotte got everything has to be a triple threat. Yeah, got to be triple threat, and Charlotte's got to be in it when she doesn't belong. Yep. Stupid. It's all about the threat and how you play it. Isn't that how that goes? No. Well, that's how it's going here. Um, But yeah, uh, still more to be announced, I reckon. Raw's really bad. It's definitely not screaming must watch. That's for sure. Yeah. There are very few things that I'm actually interested in on Raw at this point. It's just mostly background noise. I was interested in Charlotte, or not Charlotte, I'm sorry, in um, Rhea versus Asuka in that feud, but then Charlotte had to stick her big plastic nose in it. Yeah, I was interested in Bad Bunny. But now he's not there anymore. He's, you know, no. got a world tour to, to, to go to. Yeah. Uh, well, we always have the Miz. At least we had the Miz. Yeah. We, we, we have Shayna Baszler and Oscar. How will you let them fight? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, okay. I don't think. Yeah. So. This is probably part of the re- the things that you hate. You gotta hate the most, but uh, Eric, your thoughts on R. K. Bro? Stupid. I don't see where the connection is between those guys. I still don't. The only connection I can think of is Matt Riddle's a fucking douchebag, and Randy Orton was a douchebag when he started. So he's trying to make him less douchebaggy. Other than that, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, definitely uninspired. Um, but let's talk about some stuff that is inspiring. Asher Hale made his NXT wrestling debut this past uh, Tuesday night. The former Anthony Henry. We just watched one of his matches. We just watched his last independent match from Action um, on the show. And uh, I don't like the name Asher. I think it's dumb. It definitely doesn't fit him. Um, I hate that they have to pick random obscure names because they because they don't want to duplicate first names. 
you know, they don't want to have another Jake. They don't want to have another Steve. They don't want to have another Chris. They don't want to have another Matt. You know, I mean, like these are common names. You're going to have multiples of these people, but they all have to have stupid first names because all the the main first names were have already been taken. Yeah. Right, so when he loses a name, he'll lose one of them. Which one does he lose? Asher or Hale? I don't know. Hopefully both of them. Uh, I think uh, somebody on the Twitter machine said that he was a Shane Thorne ripoff. Okay. Sure. Which, okay, I can understand somebody who doesn't know Henry. But I mean, Henry's had this, this look for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. So he's just been moving off Shane Thorne for a long time, basically. Yeah. Yeah. But when was Shane Thorne blonde? I don't re- recall him being blonde. But he could have been somewhere, sometime, someplace. I guess. But yeah, so so that was cool. Um, and so he 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 made his debut. Um, also, uh, we it looks like we have a new um, a new faction um, with AJ Francis, who I guess works with uh, has been working with Lee doing the. Uh, the the wanted treasure most wanted treasures and that show is um, fantastic. I, Isaiah Scott, uh, Ashante Diadonis, and Brianna Brandy, Bri- Brianna Brandy. Try to say that multiple times. Um. So, looks like uh, yeah, like they're ready for the club. Uh. Yeah, I, I need for some. I'm interested to see where they go with this. Yeah, you know, we just saw them come together, so I'm interested to see what what they make of them. You know, I mean, that's basically three new people debuting as a faction. You know, none of these are, none of the three of them have really wrestled or established a character yet on television. So I'm interested to see what yeah. they do with them. I think I've seen the Ashanti a couple times on the NXT TV doing the job. Maybe either there or uh, 205 Live. I can't remember. I think he's been on 205, if I remember correctly. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, interesting to see. Uh, You know, they're going to go platinum. I don't know know if they have a name yet, but, yeah, they look good. Um, Next next week, we have a two out of three false match. Kushida versus Santos Escobar for the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. Should be and, outstanding. Yeah, Raquel Gonzalez defends the WWE Women's Championship, the NXT Women's Championship against Mercedes uh, Martinez. Um, and uh, in, in what many call the second biggest robbery of the 21st century. Uh, and, you know, the real. 
big steal uh, of 2020, 2021. Um, yeah, um, we have new women NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Deserved. Well deserved. Stolen. How? They didn't even cheat. They couldn't cheat. It was a no disqualification match. They still cheated. No. You can't cheat okay. your Q match. Yes, you can. Right now. Uh, you legitimately it, can't. There's no rule. The, the, footage, so is being re- the footage is being reviewed. Uh, so what's being reviewed? That, how do you how do you cheat in a no disqualification Listen, match? It's, it's still under under litigation, so I can't really comment on it. Uh, but mm-hmm. from what my sources tell me, uh, they are big time lawyers looking into this, and uh, we may be getting the Supreme Court involved to overturn this title change. Well, um, it won't be overturned. Um, so the way are your tag team champions mm. as it should be. Kudos to Indy. Indy looked really good. We knew the rest of them could go, but but Indy looked really, really good. So that makes Austin Theory the only title with. And he fights Karrion Cross next week, so he's about to be lifeless. He's going to take the title from Karrion, let's be for real. Austin Theory is the next uh, NXT champion. Get the fuck out of town. <laughs> I know yeah. you couldn't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, no. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah. Um, what else happened? That's, I guess, the only things of consequence. Now, this Friday on 205 Live, um, we are also getting the debut uh, of Ari Sterling. And Ikemenjiro. Of course, uh, Sterling is the former Alex Zane. Yeah, yet um, again, they've already had Alex's, so you can't have an Alex. you got to call him Ari. Uh, and uh, Ikemen, of course, comes from uh, uh, Wrestle One, uh, where, he, where he was a former champion there. Um, so I think his name... He 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 used the name Jiro before, so okay. at least they he, they kept the name, yeah. one of his names. Um, yeah, so nice to see the 2020 class. Uh, what what they, of course what they deemed the biggest class uh, ever on the PC. Uh, of course, that class led by. Uh, your NXT tag team champions MSK. So, yeah, uh, seeing them get uh, out there and, yeah. and and start to flourish. How, how what do you guys think is the ceiling for these guys? Honestly, we, we're looking at guys like Zayn, uh, Ben Carter in the UK, Anthony Henry, Cameron uh, Graves. You see all these guys who. You know, were favorites in the Indies, flourished. You know, had much success. Um, but then we we look at guys like Ricochet, who many deem like one of the greatest. Uh, you know, uh, fl- high flyers and flippers of this new modern era wrestling. 
he's stuck on the main event. So, what what is the ceiling for for these other guys? Well, Ricochet is a charisma black hole, and if you don't have charisma, you're not going to make it. So, there's his ex- reason. Um, other than that, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I think Cameron Grimes has a good ceiling because he's charismatic as hell um, and can work really well. Uh, I don't really know too much about Ben Zane. Um, Anthony Henry. Um, he'll be okay, I think. He doesn't have much charisma either, but he can work. Um, I mean, he's a workhorseman after all. That is true. That is true. Um, well, part of the problem is these smaller guys. One, you know, we're still having a problem with a lot of smaller guys. Once they leave the cruiserweight division, once they leave two hundred five live, and they get onto Raw or SmackDown, they kind of push them a little bit, and they pull them back, and and they kind of fall into the fall between the cracks. Um, you know, that's that's the problem. These guys. It's like they don't give them that long of a shelf life before they pretty much just, you know, make them job or put them on to main event or or whatever. Um, you know, I mean, Cedric Alexander probably be joining Ricochet and, and Ali on main event. Um, you yeah. know, uh, it's just it. It's still kind of a thing that you know oh, they're not big enough or they like you said that maybe they don't have enough charisma, you know, supposedly, but. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand it. It's kind it's of a mystery. Still, it's still mind-boggling to me that Alistair Black hasn't made it big. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I well, they're I, they're working to make Alistair big. I think. Oh, I know. It just he's been on the main roster for what four years now, and the fact that that man's not won a title blows my mind. Alistair Black is money. Yeah, well, look, they're, they're doing this thing with him on SmackDown. Uh, let's, let's see how far they take it. Uh, the fact that they're willing to to invest and, and do this, you know, it's it's promising. Yeah. So, yeah, let, let's give it a shot and see. You know, it, it, it's it's all about getting that opportunity, right? You get the opportunity, you make the best out of it. Um, and at the end of the day, you just gotta make sure you impress the right people. And look, many could have been worried that Alistair would have had heat because of what went on with with his wife, right? I mean, because Selena Vega, I mean, Thea Trinidad was very outspoken. Yeah, about her extracurricular activities and. You know, they really try and get in the way of that and, you know, just, you know, talk about the union. You never bring up the U word when it comes to pro wrestling, right? Yeah, well, um, when it comes to corporate America, you never bring up the U word. Yeah, so uh, the, the fact that they're willing to give him a chance and see, you know, tells me that, you know, hey, he's well-liked and they want to give him another shot, see what they can do. And, you know, if he can... If it can be positive and the fans can react uh, in some way, I mean, it's not like they can react, you know, 
live, but if they can react in some way, I think that that they're they definitely have to do something worse. I I've always loved Alistair Black, um, you know, uh, and I you know love him for the Lee and love him in the Lee, and I think that yeah, he's a uh, he's a very unique character that can do a lot for them. They were just uh, a little bit more open minded. Well, that's um, also so, something you're not going to get with Vince either. Yeah, that's the, that's what I'm saying. He, he just got to get the right people to like him, right? And if if the right people like like Kevin Dunn, uh, like a Bruce Pressure, and uh, and and, and Nagus, if they can all be like, oh well, we we like this guy Vince. Let's just do something with him. I think Vince will listen. If you know, if his if, if if his guys around him are pushing for somebody, I think there's more likeness that he'll uh, he'll follow. Now, look look at what happened with the hurt business, right? Vince didn't see anything in Benjamin and and Alexander, and the only people trying to go to bat for them were just MVP and Lashley. But nobody else really did. So and now they're separated from the group, and and they've separated from each other. Yeah. So it didn't work out too well for him either. It, it definitely did not. Might have looked uh, like things were going okay for a little while, but they were still just Bobby Lashley's goons. Right. Which we've seen Bobby Lashley. He doesn't need goons. Um. Yeah. And the question now, like you know, and maybe. Maybe you know Vince envisions this uh, you know the Bobby Lashley business being a short term thing. I mean, we know that uh, Bobby Lashley is getting in age, and he this probably could be his last run with the league. Uh, and yeah, so maybe Vince is just care to invest a lot of time in something that maybe in his mind is not going to last a long time. Mm. either so who knows uh, but hey at, at least look at least Cedric and Benjamin got the tag team titles and got extra paychecks and got some work um, I think that their careers both were going somewhere in uh, nowhere stand and uh, for the brief moment that they were they were actually seen as uh, as important and something where I think like even if they were to leave the WWE, uh, they definitely have a place in the Indies to do stuff, and their stock a little better because of the hurt business. Um, but yeah, who knows? Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, but with this class, look, I do have hope that they'll do good things with these guys. Because of the thing with MSK, now, I love MSK. I, I love these guys. I've always enjoyed their work. But when they first came out, I didn't think they were gonna get as far as they did so fast. You know, I feel like they they've gotten to the to the top of the tag team division on NXT um, much faster than most. Yeah, they got that rocket strapped. Yeah. So. I mean, you, you got teams like Everrise and rules. Fandango, who you know, who are just out there in space, creating space. Uh, but you know, 
Nash have a lot of can buy into that. So yeah, I think you you brought up a good point, Eric, that Vince likes personalities and entertaining folks, and yeah, if you if you like the charisma, then uh, it's not it's not gonna bode well for you. Indie World Wrestling matter. Federation. Yeah. So, looking forward to seeing... Uh, I'm definitely going to check 205 Live uh, this Friday night after SmackDown uh, and, and see the debut of uh, Sterling. I think he's... Uh, who is he wrestling? He is wrestling Samir Singh. One of the Bollywood brothers. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. I forgot so, this little thing, too. Yeah? Yeah. They needed to fill out the Cruiserweight division, bro. Ever since they had that, you know, the 205 Live on, uh, on uh, what did you call it? On Friday night. Now, okay. Uh, fun news. Let's talk MLW, huh? Who wants MLW. to talk about MLW? I haven't really followed MLW, you know, since their inception. I mean, they've been around They're, a long time. You know, they've been around since, they, they, you know, the, the, the mid-2000s. They kind of tried to revive ECW, bring a lot of old ECW guys in. Yeah. They brought Satoshi Kojima in for a while. He was their champion. They had, you know, Carino and Mike Awesome and... Uh, the Funkster... Yeah, Funk, Terry Funk and those kind of guys, they kind of tried to breed the new ECW, um, you know, when they first started. But they've gone through a lot of changes and a lot of growth over time. And, you know, they're they're still ticking along, making making good progress, apparently. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Kurt Bauer came back to the scene after leaving WWE uh, to do a podcast. The podcast, uh, you know, very popular, uh, led to getting talked into doing a one-shot wrestling show and that re- that one shot became a two-shot wrestling show and that two-shot wrestling show ended up becoming a revival um and yeah they they've been on being sports the show's also fusion is also on uh, uh on on YouTube now they got a deal with uh Vice for the Fusion TV show, uh, and they, uh, they, you know, of course, uh, Corbauer has has a great relationship with Mexico AAA. He's worked with them in the past, uh, but now you know he's one hundred percent invested in MLW, and uh, and he's got a great roster, a, a very um, diverse roster, uh, and well. Uh, we've seen it for the last few months getting teased with some images, uh, you know, of semi-familiar masks, logos, warehouses in Boynton Heights, uh, and this unknown Azteca underground. Um, and it all brought us back to uh, to this past uh, weekend. When we had uh, on Cinco de Mayo, not the weekend, but on Tuesday, Cinco de Mayo. No, Tuesday it's Wednesday, pal. Come on, get your day straight. Um, 
This past Wednesday, when MLW season finale aired, uh, you know, of course, with the stories that the the, the people behind uh, Azteca Underground um, bought uh, promotions El Dorado, which is uh, the the wrestling group that uh, Selena De La Renta has been running on MLW, um, and well, at the, at the show, we got El Jefe, uh, the artist formerly known as Dario Cueto, um, was revealed at the end uh, of the MLW Fusion season finale to be uh, the, the person behind Azteca Underground. And... MLW will return in July with a live show at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, in front of what I assume will be a very packed house. This will be their first show with fans live in attendance. And uh, the uh, you know the actor Luis Fernandez Gill, it's his real name, uh, will appear and address the crowd. And who knows what now? He is not going to be Dario Cueto. We know that much. But he is El Jefe, and he is behind Azteca Underground, which is basically good. looks like this is the uh, a, the remake, as I will call it, of the once upon a time known Lucha Underground. And that's kind of the word that we've been receiving about Azteca Underground, is that it wouldn't be like a direct continuation of Lucha Underground. It'd kind of be a remake, a rebirth, a retelling. Um, you know, it probably features some of the... be very similar in a lot of ways, but very different in a lot of ways as well. Um, I mean, I'm very, very interested to see where this goes and what they do with it. Yeah, in in a matter of a Cinco de Mayo, all of a sudden, Danny's become an MLW fan. Well, you know, potentially. Potentially. We're going to give this a shot. Um, I, it may even be fun to watch the, this their first episode back uh, together and see uh, see what it's all about. I'm, uh, um, yeah, I'm interested to see your reaction. Uh it's it's a really fun hour of, of TV every week. It's really fun, um, but yeah. Um, now, Eric, how much of Lucha Underground do you watch? Did you watch it all? Did you watch some of it? Did you watch none of it? I watched the first season. Just the first. Yeah. Uh, you know, somewhere in downhill afterwards, he had his ups and downs. Um, we did get Ricardo Lamas at one point. Uh, that 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 was a plus, at least for the ladies. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's interesting to see what name he'll have. Um, yeah, and you know, apparently the word is that only a handful of people knew uh, that Fernandez Hill was gonna be uh, El Jefe, and he and yeah, I mean, I, although I think we all speculated that that was going to be the case, it, it, no, nobody else made sense. Yeah. But, um, 
Uh, but yeah, this is it's big and it's fun and uh, and I can't wait to see how how it'll work out. Um, but the the def, the danger is definitely there. And yeah, now it's all a matter of who they can bring, right? They yeah. already have Mil Muertes. Yes. Uh, but a lot of the big staples are, are no longer there. You have um, yeah, they're Matanza, who's in Japan. Yeah. Uh, you got a few of the guys on uh, – you got Elijo del Fantasma in um, – in the NXT, NXT, yeah, yeah, you, you have Prince Puma in uh, in the on main event. Um, then you I, have I, I, Penta and, and Phoenix on AEW. Yeah, I guess we always can have uh, uh, Marty the Fly or whatever his name was. Marty the Moth, yeah, yeah. Well, Moth. he also he debuted on an episode of Elevation this week. Oh yeah, he, he's so trying to get a gig there. Yeah, he's trying to get a gig with with AEW apparently. No, he hasn't been wrestling pretty much since the shortly after the fall of of Lucha Underground. But he's apparently been working really hard in return and and looking to get a job now at AEW. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the ladies, of course, uh, some may be available, some may not. Yeah, you know, some are recovering from surgery, some are signed. Uh, yeah. is signed with uh, NWA. Ty is signed with WWE now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah so a, a lot of the key players are out but that, you know you, you this is why it's a it's a new first blood and you know with the partnership with Mexico we may just see a lot more uh, newer uh Mexican wrestlers of course uh, I think Laredo Kid's still available um uh, and there's there's a lot more guys out there that that could definitely fit. Uh, yeah. in in the world of a stick on the ground, and now, you know, what what is it gonna look like, right? Is it gonna be this mysterious, mythical, uh, yeah. you know, world, sci-fi world, uh, basically, yeah, you know, of the Aztecs, or is it gonna be more like you bring this world into the real world, and you know, I don't know, I, I, a lot of questions are gonna be answered. 2300 arena in Philadelphia it's always a rowdy crowd every time you have in in you know packed in that in that bingo hall um, so a lot a, a lot of questions but you know it's fun I love speculating and something new uh, it's, it's always fun to watch so with that this week we decided uh, that for the month of May we're just gonna watch uh, some uh, MLW because yeah they're bringing back uh, something we enjoy and uh, or at least a version of something we enjoy so uh, let's give them some props so tonight we are going to watch um, a a match with uh, Loki because Danny asked for Loki to beat up somebody and uh, that's what he's gonna get so everybody tune in to Go to YouTube.com, all right, and then go to MLW, Mayor League Wrestling, MLW on, on the YouTube. Then go to the playlist, and then at the playlist, look for special events, and then um, go to MLW Intimidation Games. We're going to watch Tom Lawler versus Low Key. 
in a steel cage match. Uh, of course, this match happened uh, back in uh, March 2nd, 2019. So over two years ago, uh, back in Illinois. Uh, and uh, it, it was a very fun match. And yeah, two guys who love beating each other up uh, with Loki and Tom Lawler. So we're going to start at the 33 minute, 20 second mark. 33 minutes, 20 second. So go ahead and uh, pause this and find your time uh, as we are getting ready here to watch this together. Again. That is the twenty, the uh, thirty-three minute uh, and twenty-second mark. All right, thirty-three minutes, twenty seconds. Make sure you pause me if you need to. Unless, of course, you're listening live, then you just gotta right. you just gotta find it quick. Yeah, pretty much. So. And YouTube, again, MLW, Playlist, Special Events, Intimidation Games, Lawler versus Low Key. Easy to find. 33 minute, 20 second mark. Uh, of course, the three of us will be watching together. We're, we're going to watch the show. Um, uh, as uh, we, uh, we get to enjoy uh, this match. And, uh, you know, I got to give props to Corbauer also because uh, he's been the only promoter in the United States, in the world, that has been able to get Loki to show up to every one of his events that he's been booked at. So, and if you are a promoter in pro wrestling, you know, that's no easy feat. All right. So here we go. 33 minutes, 20 seconds. We're going to press play in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, play. As Tom Lawler is taking off the jacket. Oh, low-key, not even waiting for the bell. Look at that. Danny, you want to see Loki beat up somebody? Yeah. We're starting hot. Yeah. Loki's getting in there with chops already. Hey, look, it's Frankie. Yep. Pre his AEW signing. Yep. Of oh, course, uh, I didn't. I didn't realize they had Cornette calling the matches now, or at this time. He, at, at this time, yeah. Yeah, he's I guess he was in town. Yeah, there you go. It's all about who can make the. All right, Tom Lawler, former UFC uh, fighter. Yeah. Now, now Tom Lawler with New Japan Strong. He's their first strong mm-hmm. open weight champion. Yeah. Uh oh. That Contra. 
those thinking guys. So Contra is a promo is a group, a faction. Okay. In MLW. So and they, they they've been uh, the co- contract unit. Uh, they they've been few, they've, at this point. They they were also uh, feuding with uh, Lawler and getting involved. Yeah. And uh, they were um, led, they're led by Jacob Fatu, okay, who is uh, the, the MLW World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, yeah, he's the current. He, the only heavyweight champion. Oh, really? In, in the, the current. In the current incarnation, if I oh. remember correctly. Oh, okay. I thought Loki had been champion. Uh, middleweight, I think. Middleweight. Or, uh, okay, there's a middleweight. Yeah, they've got multiple or titles. Gotcha. Because this one, I believe, was for, the ti- for a title. Okay. No, maybe you're right. No, no, this, this, no, never mind that. Yeah. No, Loki was, I, I, he's a current champion, but he's not, he was not the first champion. You're right. You're right. Okay. Uh, I think Shane Strickland was the inaugural champion, I think about it, because they had a tournament. Okay. Because yeah, the, the in the reincarnation they've only had a few champions. Yeah. So it was uh, Strickland, low key, and then Lawler beat low key. Okay. Yeah. A month prior in Philadelphia is when uh, Lawler had beat yeah. Well, Lawler had beat Loki for the belt. Okay. Getting Loki to job is a is a uh, is a deal in itself for promoters too. I think. Yeah. I mean, look, you you get him to show up, and then you get him to to to, to get the other over. people put over. Yeah, it's uh, look. That's a special relationship, or it's a special person. <laughs> exactly. Lo- lo- or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, Loki Lo- also was, with, I think, with MLW in its original incarnation. Okay. When, when he, I, th- I think back when he was a much, much younger guy. Yeah. So there's history there. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, don't, don't ask uh, Brett Lauderdale and... Uh, and... Um, what he called uh, his promotion, GCW, about what is it like to book low key? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, look at that. Loki just slamming his head against the cage now. Uh, I like that. I like. I definitely do like some of these camera spots where they're like, get past the cage. Yeah, so you're yeah, not feeling like you're watching. Cut out in the cage, like uh, yeah. TNA like to, TNA would do that too. 
Impact used to do that, where they'd have a hole cut in the cage for the camera to fit in. Look, he's such a special type of wrestler. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, all of his politics and everything aside, he's absolutely one of the best of this generation, I think. Pound for pound, he's one of the best performers in the ring. Yeah. But it's just that his, you know, his personal issues and his <coughs> personality problems and, and these kind of things, you know, willingness to put, pe put people over and that kind of thing, you know, has, has hindered him a lot. But he's been for every major company in North America thus far, you know, apart from AEW now i mean he was with he was with impact multiple times he's with wwe for a stint um you know he was the first ring of honor world champion um you know ring of honor was pretty much built around him for a while yeah loki was one of the first people that i actually saw on tna and it's kind of what got me into it oh look it oh, looks yeah. like uh lawler already got cut yeah, Lawler got cut with, with Selena's high-heeled shoe was given to Loki, and he hit him in the forehead with it a couple times. I think that's what cut Lawler open. But yeah, like you said, then you like attitude and personal issues aside, you get Loki to show up in the wrestling ring, and you're going to get your money's worth every yeah. single time. Yeah. It's just a matter of getting him there. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Come on. Ooh. There you go. Good kick. Good buddy. Going for key pressure. Loki, earlier, I think the year prior, he also had a big feud with MVP. Okay. Uh, that led them to wrestling an unsanctioned match. Interesting. Yeah. Um, before MVP came back to WWE. Yeah. Just like three years ago, so. Yeah. Well, MVP still had the legs to do go. some. Hornet sure sucks up a lot of that talking time, doesn't he? Yep. Uh, he, he does a lot of sucking, apparently. Yeah. Disappointed that MVP and Loki feuded. The beatdown clan was fantastic. <laughs> Tell alert. Oof. Ooh, ooh. Oh, those. Yeah, buddy. Uh, there you go. I forgot Kenny King was in that. I like to forget everything about Kenny King. You know, he's yeah. part of the faction. Uh, yeah, he's part of the yeah. And yeah. He's like the, the Ring of Honor guy in that group, basically. Hmm. Yeah, he's a token non-Mexican guy. Yeah. EY was in the Beatdown Clan? What the hell? Very strange. EY has been in every faction there is. Well, that's... I mean, he's impact. been just about everywhere, yeah. Huh. Didn't he play the role of the Daniel Bryan at one point in Impact? Yeah. yeah. Literally yeah, right, right after Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania 30, they kind of made EY a similar type underdog character and let him had had his grow his beard out and stuff, and put him over and won, had him win the title. 
Hey, remember those Sanity guys? They were really good. Speaking of Sanity, next week on NXT TV, Killian Dane versus Alexander Wolf. Sanity implodes. <laughs> Where's Nikki Cross when you need her? Catering. Is she still employed? Yes, she's still employed. Amen. Nikki just wants to play. She's in catering. Is she on SmackDown or on Raw? Do we even know what show she's on right now? She followed Bliss over to Raw last I checked. Speaking of, isn't it about time for a draft? Because Raw needs some new blood. Just not that new blood. Yeah. I mean, I would take the new blood. Come on, Loki. I, I I love Tom Tom Lawler's transition to pro wrestling. Yeah, he made it so smooth. He really yeah. has. I like Lawler better than I like Riddle. They're definitely two different types of of guys. They're both MMA guys. They both yeah, but are very MMA oriented. They do, but in their own way, I think that they have different styles. Even even though they they're both MMA guys who wrestle, like they 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 still able to be different. Like it's not like okay, you get one, you see the other. Like you could you you see the differences between the two. I think you can appreciate one can appreciate that. Yeah, I I could see that. I think Lawler's got a lot more dirty, gritty kind of style. Mm-hmm. You know, more of a catch shoot fighting kind of style. Yeah. Where where, Lol, where you know Riddle has kind of adapted a bit more wrestling into his thing, a bit more wrestling yeah. persona and all that into his. Oh, look at that! Well, it also doesn't hurt that Lawler actually was somebody in MMA, and Riddle yeah. wasn't. Yeah, well, Riddle, Riddle was undefeated in MMA. If you very, don't very count fr- the uh... briefly, not in UFC, and then and then in the UFC he he had several fights overturned because he kept failing drug tests, and yeah. that ultimately got him fired from UFC. Yeah. Pretty much. Oh yeah. shit! We're going Here we go. Way off the top of the cage. Oh, oh, the filthy oh, one. No. I was like, nope. Oh no! I like that cage though. That's a pretty cool cage. Yeah, yeah. it's different. Damn, they got. They got Loki taking nut shots. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know. Crotched on the top of a uh, cage. How much did they pay him for this? I'll tell you. Him and Bowles must have a really special relationship. Oh, I don't want a fire shot. Ooh, yay. Boo, yay. Are they even saying this? Let's see if we can hear some of this. These two teetering dangerously. Well, fatigue has started to set in with both men because they've been going to such a pace. But look at the cardio conditioning, especially on low key. You got to think Lawler's got to finish this up here really, really quick. One of these guys has got to hit the floor, and it looks like Lawler's going in that direction. Loki desperately trying to reach out and grow whatever he can of Tom Lawler. And again, you talk about a decision to get club in when he's... No, I really cannot listen to Jim Cornette speak. I'm sorry. 
Ooh. Oh no. Here we go, then. You wanna see you wanna see Loki try to murder somebody? There we go. Wait, what are you doing? Oh yeah, buddy. Pain, here comes a pain. Elbows to the top of the head. Oh, can you imagine Loki versus Brock Lesnar? <laughs> That'd be a shoot, brother. Yeah. Woo. I bet you Chicago will be is wooing right now. No, low-key, don't get killed. Ooh, are you trying to give him a wedgie? Yeah, every time I see low-key wrestling, I always want to go back and rewatch the golden years of uh, ROH. Yeah, ROH and his stuff in Impact, Triple X, and then his return to Senshi. I'm just now finishing up with the weekly pay-per-views to get to, I guess, impact on TV. They're battling for a long time on the outside of this cage. Yeah. Some good upper arm strength, too, to be able to do that. Oh! That's dangerous too, because depending how you land, if you hit that guardrail the wrong way. And that floor is not matted either. At least it doesn't look matted. So, Tom Lawler landed first. So he retains yeah. the championship. It was a hairline finish. Tom Lawler doesn't even know where he's going. Like, I won? I'm sorry. I mean, if you survive a fight with Loki, you're a winner in anybody's book. Fight forever. I'm just going to assume that's what they're saying. Like, let them fight. I, I always thought that this was an anticlimactic finish. How do you like that belt? not a bad belt. It's definitely better than some of the other indie oh! belts we've seen. The country unit is in the house.
Dave Arios, I think, member of uh, the is currently a member of the country unit. Have you guys ever seen Jacob Fatu wrestle? Uh, no. I can't really hear you over the sound of the video. Oh. You can hear the video? Yeah, very loudly. There you I go. didn't realize I you could hear it because I can't hear it. Yeah, I could definitely hear the video very loudly. Uh, have you guys ever seen Jacob Fatu wrestle? I have not. No. He looks to be going up to the top of the cage, possibly to dive off. Yeah. Uh, Court has a special issue with the Samoans. Uh, he so, came up with the Samoans, uh, the Wild Samoans. So okay. He's, he's always been a friend of the family. Yeah. It was a nice splash. Yeah. Yeah. From the top rope. Top of the cage, yeah. Oh yeah, the cage. Maybe, maybe next week we should watch a, a Jacob Fatu match. I think that'll be a nice one. Yeah, buddy. Lawler and draped the flag on him. Uh, the country unit flag there. Is that Simon Gotch? Yeah, they were telling us. Yeah, it's Gotch. Yeah. Yeah. They said, uh, and this... the other two guys are making their debut. Yeah. Jacob Patu and which, which other guy? Which I don't recognize, but Cornette was saying they didn't recognize them as they were they were new, but Gotch had been there in MLW for yeah. a while. I think that's Joseph Smile. We get a commercial. Yeah, because the show's over, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the country unit. Okay. It's fun. It'll be fun. So, so what, what, what do you think of the... Uh, of the look of MLW here. I mean, it has a decent look, a decent presentation for television. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty so, good. I think I think it'll be fine. I think we I think we'll enjoy watching some of these matches. Uh, I want I want to try to pick some some other good jams with, um, from from this. Uh, you know, I may even go back to like the early like the twenty. 2017, they might have had some stuff. Um, so yeah, so, yeah, see, I mean, they, they've got a, a lot of the guys who we see who are now in, like, all the major promotions. Mm -hmm. they, they were here first. Yeah. So it's uh, very interesting as far as to what they're doing and but yeah this 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 is a lot of fun matches um to watch but yeah uh including war games funny enough 
MLW got the rights to War Games. WWE bought the rights back from Corbauer. Oh, okay. And now they're going to work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently the rumor is that MLW may become the the new Evolve, the new feeder system to WWE, which, in a way, MLW has been sort of a feeder system for everybody else. Yeah. Because before AEW came, uh, MLW was bringing all these guys that you now see. Uh, not only do you see these guys in AEW, you see these guys uh, on New Japan Strong um, and some in RH and NXT. So if you if you look back at like the like the beginning of the revival of MLW. Yeah. Like all these guys are now signed. Interesting. So and that's why MLW was trying to sign guys too, so they didn't lose people in the middle of angles and stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. From the get go, he signed these guys, they did their work, but hey, mm-hmm. once but hey, you know, it's like you say, Hey, you know, come work for me and then yeah. you'll be able to get in a much bigger place in the future. That's a great selling point, right? So that's something that Gate was able to sell people to come to Evolve. Yeah. I think this this with MLW is more beneficial than um, than Evolve, honestly, because Evolve was, what, running monthlies, whereas MLW yeah, has TV true. weekly, so that if, yeah. if WWE needs to send somebody to get some seasoning in front of a crowd, well, I guess technically not in front of a crowd right now, but, you know, get some television exposure, this, that, and the other send them to court down an MLW and they can do that, learn how to work on TV, I guess. Um, I think this could be very beneficial for WWE if they do. I mean, WWE has like 300 people employed and there's just, there's no feasible way to have 300 people, you know? Yeah. It's just not enough television time for everyone. Yeah. So like some of these people, I mean, I mean, WWE has talked about reopening live events in uh, June. So, I mean, but what is, I don't know what that entails. I don't know if that includes house shows, uh, if it's just Raw and SmackDown touring, if NXT is going to tour, if NXT is going to have, you know, the, the, the Florida loop, like there's still a lot of question marks going on with, with wrestling right now. And I think if MLW could help, WWE get some of their people polished. I think it's a win-win for everybody involved. It gives MLW a bigger name value. Uh, it helps WWE get some eyes on the the independent talent, and then you know, it could possibly help WWE's people get seasoned. So, I mean, it's it's got the potential to be win-win. Yeah, for sure. Um, there, I mean, it, it never hurts to be in the business with the WWE. As much as people love dogging on the movie, you know, but yeah, and they so. always will. I, I I don't I don't get, you know, as wrestling fans, shouldn't we want as much wrestling as we could possibly get? But yeah. Apparently, if it's not, you know, New Japan or the 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 Indies or AEW, we don't care about it. Apparently, if. It makes no sense. If I can watch it, I want to watch it. If it entertains yeah. me, which unfortunately AEW does not. But and you know, I mean, people 
wanted Kato Nelly Lee, but guess what? Hiring a lot of these promotions following Nelly Lee every WrestleMania weekend. Yep. You know? They make Nobody the most money get, every week yeah. off or every year off of them. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, yeah, it's just, it's just thing. I think it's the cool thing to, uh, to hate on WWE. Uh, are they perfect? Absolutely not. Can they be dull at, at times? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I, keep, I, I feel like I sound like a broken record, but I mean, Look at the billions of dollars the basic man is currently making out of this lame product that he's having. Yeah. You know? I mean, you, you can't be 100% doing something wrong if you're able to make as much money as they, they have been able to make. So, and at the end of the day, money talks. I don't even think their product's that bad. Um, Raw is terrible. But NXT and SmackDown have been really good television. Yeah, they definitely are. Do have compelling stuff, and I can I definitely do appreciate that. But you know, not everything's for everybody. But you know, if you don't like something, don't watch it. But you know, just like but also don't shit talk to people that do watch it. Yeah, right. Well, with that, we're gonna call it a night. Thank you all for watching. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, a little talk of booze been going on, and uh, this uh, this week's uh, match uh, of the week uh, brought to you by MLW. Of course, uh, they'll be back with fans in the arena in uh, early July. Um, so check them out uh, on uh, Vice. Uh, they're also on the YouTube, uh, and there's a lot of great content there. Uh, check us out also. We are on the Podbean machine as well as iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google, uh, everywhere you can hear uh, podcasts. Check us out on the Twitter at FOW Radio. Danny's on Twitter at Danny F in Danger. Eric's on Twitter at EJ423X. I'm on Twitter at YellowmanPA. And until next time, keep watching wrestling.